Hey, welcome to episode 17 of Retrotopia, a podcast where Sam and I talk about the games that we probably missed in our youth, but get to play now. Sam? I definitely missed this one. This week, we're talking about Punch-Out for the Nintendo Entertainment System, or as it was formerly known, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Till he uh, did some no-no stuff. No, I think it was just a licensing thing. I think he's okay, at this point at least. Well, he paid... um, 10 grand or something like that to get his name on the boxing game and yeah the license ran out but it didn't help that he was uh, convicted of rape at the time oh yeah i mean yeah he did do some he did no no things but i don't think the no no things were related directly to his name being removed from the game yeah i'm sure it didn't help him uh you know didn't help get, get that license back, back. yeah <laughs> they didn't want to like renew it <laughs> and nintendo draws a line everywhere except for a rapist i don't think so yeah, there we go. All right. All right so, uh, well, it's been about a week since we last talked. So, uh, what's been going on in your life? Uh, not too much. Just you know, just keeping up, trying to keep up with everything here. How about you? Um, it's been kind of a quiet weekend or a quiet week altogether. So, just finishing off assignments and uh, playing video games. That's about it. Nice. Did you have today off? Today, I, I think, was like. It's President's Day here in the United States, and I think uh, it was like Family Day or something in Canada. Some, right? Yeah, some provinces have Family Day uh, up here in Canada, and <clears throat> when I worked for the uh, government, we didn't get it because it's a provincial holiday, hmm. but um, <clears throat> so the, for the first time in my life, I actually got to take the day off, which is just happens to coincide with the day I don't have classes. Hell yeah. You watch the yeah. Leafs and everything when they were on Oh, I watched the Leafs just absolutely decimate your ducks. Oh, that yeah, but they were on earlier today. Oh, were they? I missed that. Oh, yeah, man, they were. I they they were, were on later. Yeah, it was weird. There were hockey games on all day today, and I, I was like, I was at work today, and I went down to the cafeteria, and there was like, Leafs, uh, Leafs Blues was on one of the TVs, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like the middle of the day on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not hockey. That's football or baseball. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I missed. Fuck. Looks like I'm going to have to catch the highlights. Actually, I got uh, Sportsnet Plus, which is our sports network up here. I can just rewatch it, and I don't know the score. So, ah, that's cool. It's like yeah, new I can to still you, be ple- right. Yeah, I can be pleasantly surprised and not have to listen to those cackling hens in the middle of the periods or in between periods. There. Oh yeah. Uh, Austin Matthews is on his path to be the greatest friggin' player in the history of the hockey game. Shut up. <laughs> that's your guy, though. <laughs> I, it's just. That's all they talk about. It's like, who gives a fuck anymore? Yeah. Like even Austin Matthews doesn't react when he scores a goal. That's how little of a fuck he gives. Yeah. It was, uh, I think at this point, like the thrill for him is going to be like actually winning a cup. And it's yeah, like, yeah, there's only the so only, many goals you can score. Yeah. That's the only trophy he has left, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Ah, man. Well, that's great. So. Yeah, this week we got Punch Out, so should we work our way towards it? Yeah, let's do that. Um, and then we we have some comments. Uh, we have some comments from the listeners this week, some questions. So uh, let's get to that. Brian, you want to take the first one there? Yeah, I'll take the old Unbuckle Cape. Um, as of Friday the 13th, says Unbuckle Cape, you have about 13 creepy fan-suggested games pinned up in the Discord glaring at you. So the burning question is, what are you waiting for? Pitter-patter. And the answer to that is they are uh, slowly coming on the list. We have a couple coming up in the next uh, month or two. So they're, they're slowly trickling out. Yep. And if any of them are anything like a game that should not be named, um, we will, uh, we will parse those out over time. (laughs) Yeah. Except for, I don't know what the game that should not be named is. Should have talked about that offline. <laughs> oh no, that's that's, that's, Ani- that's Animaniacs. Oh okay. Oh yeah. well, but I just named it now. <laughs> there you go. So the game that shall be named, which is fantastic, because uh, you can that'll lead us into the second uh, comment. Yeah, this is our new friend De Pokes uh, from Discord. Of the games you've played so far, I have two questions. Which one would you never play again? We know Sam's answer. Yes, you do. Um, and. If you got stuck in a loop and could only play one game for the rest of forever, which game would you pick? I like this question, but I'm going to let you take two, it but are we going to go with uh, games we done for the podcast in the first uh, 16 episodes or 
of the games yeah, of, of the all games time. You, I'm interpreting that as of the games we've played so far for the from the podcast. Which one would you never play again? I have well, I can answer that both ways. Um, Animaniacs is my my number one right now that I would never play again. And then also um, a game that I've played that is so awful and I won't even play it again for the podcast is Superman 64. That game sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> it's like not even a finished game. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. But uh, uh, I'll go both as well. The one uh, for the podcast and the one of all time. Uh, I'm going to go for the podcast. Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy's Invention. <laughs> it was just brutally awful. And it just squeaks out... Uh, a desert and jungle strike uh game i won't play of all time oh i know it's in there so you said superman 64 that's all i can think of now yeah it's so bad that it's just like yeah. it's like a oh man it's, it's like it's, an infection now that i yeah, mentioned it you can't not think about how bad it is <laughs> yeah it's a train wreck on top of a plane crash on top of a traffic jam Ugh. Uh, you know, even I'm, Superman can save you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that because all I can think of Superman 64 now, so that's going to have to be my answer. But uh, what's fine. your second question? What's uh, what's the one you'd play forever? Stuck on a loop and would play forever. Um, Again, do both the podcast and then outside the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's oh interesting because uh, I don't know for the pod from the podcast. I don't know because I don't know that. Um, I think I would take Final Fantasy three of the games that I, and it's not been recorded yet, the episode, but I did play it for the podcast yeah. and finished it. So Final Fantasy three, because it's, it's a good game. It's a, it's a good RPG and good it's, it's a long grinder. So I'll, I'll get a lot of mileage out of it. <laughs> um, and then all time, that's a tough one. I want to say, I want to say one of the Pokemon games, one of the original Pokemon games, cause I could just play that whenever and I would feel good about it. Um, otherwise, like a good, like one of those never ending type of like simulator games, like a Stardew Valley or something, even though I haven't played oh, that yeah. much of it yet. But like, it's good to like have that game that gets you in that uh, like an infinite loop. Yeah. Yeah. Stardew Valley is uh, just a time sink. Just when you get into it, it gets so good. Yeah. It's um, it's got to be one of those two, but probably yeah. Pokemon. Uh, for me, the games we played, I go Super Mario RPG for sure. Because let's be honest, it's Super Mario RPG, and I love that game. Although Final Fantasy III was a close second. Uh, for games that aren't, and this might surprise some of you, it's going to be Final Fantasy VI. Huh? Oh, I can play that, that game forever. Me. Yeah, because you know everybody expects the Chrono Trigger answer, but I can you know dream that game. I've played it so often. That's true. But uh, okay. no, Final Fantasy VI would be my answer for the game. Awesome. Well, great questions. Um, and yeah, um, keep submitting those every week. Those are fun to read. Oh, yeah. And, and fun to uh, try to answer. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that one all day, trying to figure out like what, like, it's a hard question to, like, in that scenario, would <laughs> yeah what and all you, i can think of pick? is how bad super six uh superman 64 is now like that's just the only thing that's in my brain is just remembering how god awful that game is yeah i rented that once over a weekend and it was like this is the i just remember how bad even the um because there's that first um i don't know if it was a tutorial or just a first level where you're flying through those rings <laughs> yeah and it, it's it's doable but it's damn near impossible uh, right and then the city looks like absolute trash yeah it's you don't even like, want to save it you don't want to be superman you just want the city to die yeah like can we just <laughs> we can just let this city die <laughs> i'm not gonna save anyone here it sucks <laughs> yeah exactly all right uh i think it's time we move on yeah what are you playing this week me? Well, I finished Final Fantasy 3. Well, I didn't finish it, but it was a replay through, and I used the boost system to kind of speed it up, because uh, I played it, oh god, summer last year, so, mm -hmm. so when it came out for the Pixel Remaster. And I just need to remind myself of the story, because we're talking about it next week, so I just kind of like goosed my way through the game. Uh, right. Other than that, I've been tickli uh, tickling, uh, trickling mm -hmm. away at Breath of Fire 2, and I've been playing some uh, indie games like uh, Celeste, and I'm going to start Journey here soon. 
Ooh, interesting. I look forward to hearing about those for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, I've been I also finished up on Final Fantasy 3 and uh also took advantage of the boost that they added to the Pixel Remaster. <laughs> uh and we'll talk about the uh the difficulty spike a little bit at, at the end of that game, but I really did enjoy it. All dragoons, baby. All dragoons. All dragoons all the time. Uh let's see. And then also I started playing for an upcoming episode Castlevania Dracula X. Or I think I've seen, was that called Vampire's Kiss? I'll have to look that up. But um, when you look in the gallery on the Castlevania Advanced Collection, the gallery for like the Dracula X stuff says Vampire's Kiss. And that's like a, that's a pretty cool name. Okay. Uh, So I bought the uh, Castlevania collection. I didn't see Dracula X on it. So it's named differently. Yeah. No, it's the, um, there's the Castlevania collection and there's the Castlevania Advanced Collection. There's two oh awesome so i bought the wrong one <laughs> that's like me and mario party <laughs> if you know you like know we're going emulating again yeah yeah um but uh what else uh there was one more uh just been farting around in stardew valley a little bit that's um, a fun game kind of why i was on my brain yeah and <laughs> i thought for the for a bit like the first couple of sessions i played i was like this sucks he walks so slow and then i uh, realize that you use the joystick instead of the D-pad, and then they they run. So <laughs> crisis averted because I might I might not have had any patience for walking. Yeah, are you like me where uh, once you get into an old pixel graphics game, there you automatically go to the D-pad? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I was like, ah, I'm going to use the D-pad because that's what feels natural for this look and feel. Um, but nope, uh, use a joystick, I guess. Yeah, it's uh. Definitely. Well, the whole game itself is just, I love it. It's, I'm not a big farming, like I'm not into Harvest Moon or anything like that, but mm-hmm. this game just kind of combines the uh, dungeon crawling, the Harvest Moon aspect, and then, you know, the dating simulator very well. Yeah, I did. I've, I've played it a little bit before and uh, I did enjoy going into the cave and, and mining and like killing little monsters and stuff. I'm so. mining rocks endlessly. Mining rocks. Oh, so you can make a sprinkler so you don't have to spend every day watering your garden. Yeah, one of the days, uh, one of the recent days that I was playing, it was uh, raining. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a dungeon crawling day, but that's the day you have your sword in the shop, right? No, I don't have a sword yet. I got to go get it. I was focusing on like, I'm going to actually do the farming part of it. And I was like, nah, I should go get a sword and, and go kill some monsters. Lately, I've been doing the fishing part of it. The fishing, uh, when I played it before for a little bit, really, I just did not click with me. So I got to try the fishing again. All right. Well, we're not doing yeah. a Stardew Valley uh, yeah, I was podcast. Like, well, like, we got right into that. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's how good of a game it is. Yeah, it, it is a very good game. Like for a second there, I kind of completely forgot what we were doing. I thought we were just having a conversation. Yeah, we need to we need to talk about punching. Yes. Yes. Let's let's get angry. All right. Um, so yeah, before we get into our game chat, um, I believe it's me this week. I will talk to us, uh, talk to you all, all of us a little bit about, uh, this game. Punch out originally an arcade machine released in 1984 and Mike Tyson's punch out released in 1987 for the Nintendo entertainment system. By Nintendo is a celebrated classic. Developed by Nintendo R&D 3 Division and directed by Genyo Takeda, the game features Little Mac, an ambitious but diminutive boxer striving to become World Video Boxing Association champion. Players engage in a series of challenging matches, honing their skills in pattern recognition and precise timing. The game's memorable cast of characters, from the comically inept Glass Joe to the formidable Mike Tyson, contributes to its enduring charm. Each opponent presents unique challenges, adding depth to the gameplay. Bull Charge, Great Tiger, and King Hippo are just some adversaries that showcase diverse personalities and fighting styles. Including Mike Tyson, a real-world sports legend, added significant marketing appeal to the game. The climactic showdown with Tyson, known for its formidable difficulty, became an iconic gaming moment. Players had to master Tyson's aggressive attack patterns to claim victory and secure the title of Undisputed Champion. 
Developed by Nintendo's seasoned team, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! received critical acclaim for its engaging gameplay, memorable characters, and the unique incorporation of a renowned athlete. The game's success led to re-releases on subsequent Nintendo platforms, solidifying its status as a cultural touchstone. However, due to licensing issues and controversies surrounding Mike Tyson, later versions replaced Tyson with a fictional character named Mr. Dream. The controversy that arose around Mike Tyson's were his legal troubles, including a highly publicized rape conviction in 1992. This removed Tyson's likeness from subsequent releases, impacting the game's legacy. Despite these changes, the original Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! remains a beloved and challenging classic, celebrated by gamers and nostalgists alike for its enduring impact on the gaming industry and its association with a significant period in sports history. All right, thank you for that, Sam. That was uh, very beautiful. I'm, I'm definitely not just pausing for three seconds to create a blank. Um, <laughs> But uh, before we get into the actual episode, we got a few comments in the Discord there, and I'm going to let you take it uh, or take us. Uh, God, words hard. I'm going to let you take it away there, Sam. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, first, uh, we have Zodiac, uh, who is Chris from the Retro Hangover podcast. So give them a listen because they are awesome. Uh, let's see. And Chris says, or Zodiac says, is it an action game, a rhythm game? Who cares? It's one of the best games on the NES, and it's held up extremely well. Sure, the enemies can seem as that offensive, uh, yes, but they'll get uh, they'll get over that as they beat you mercilessly for laughing at them until you get their patter down. Love this game, I do too. And maybe that's why I was so bad at it is that it is kind of a rhythm game. If you think yeah, about everybody it. has their little quirk there. Once you figure it out, they become a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, finally, raging demon, our friend from down under says. Uh, I never played this, but I can state on record that this is a game that exists on a suboptimal console of the time. Praise to Saturn and its forerunner, the master of systems, the master system, the better 8-bit console. Well said, and you are absolutely correct. The rhythm fighting of this game is just outstanding and can't be beat on anything Sega's ever done. Right. And actually, <laughs> Raging Demon, this is kind of a fighting game. So uh, everyone go listen to the command list also. But um, that's that's Raging Demon's podcast that is, uh, I, I believe, primarily uh, about fighting games. So uh, you should cover this on command list because it's yeah, a fighting you, game, kind of. If you love listening to Aussies uh, talk about fighting, then uh, this is perfect for you. <laughs> That reminds me of that South Park where they were like following Russell Crowe around. He's like, he loves to fight. <laughs> oh, that jingle. Fuck. Oh, man. I'm gonna yeah. a note. If I can find that jingle, it's going in here. Yeah. Throw it in. <laughs> Born in New Zealand in 64, a hot-headed actor named Russell Crowe. He loves to act, but he loves one thing more. Fight around the world. Anyways, um, yeah. let's start the discussion. So, uh. Why this game? That's what we always seem to start with. Yeah, why this game? Why indeed? Uh, I think I think we both kind of picked it when we were talking about you know what games we should cover in the first few episodes. It's it's a classic. Uh, I did not play it as a child, so I don't have very much experience with it. Do you? Uh, this is one of the games I had for my original Nintendo when I was a kid, and it seems kind of weird because I was never allowed to watch actual boxing, but buying a boxing game was an okay Christmas present, I guess. That's kind of uh, weird. You weren't allowed to. I mean, I didn't really watch boxing either, but because I didn't want to, not because I couldn't. Well, we we weren't allowed to watch boxing, wrestling, and MMA didn't exist at the time. So it's just my boomer parents didn't like me getting all violent. I should have seen right. what happened when a titty popped on screen. Ooh, my dad that was, was okay because it's not fighting. Oh. No, my dad tried to embarrass us because he'd just be like, oh, boobies, and we'd just walk out of the room. <laughs> to make like a, a make like a huge deal about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, childhood. No, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. My history with the game is just, I've always had a copy of it until I sold my Nintendo games there, and I had Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and the regular Punch-Out. I don't know why I had to have both, but I, I just had to. Oh, wow. And if what I ever is, get I it again. Look... Yeah. Go on. I, I didn't I didn't look this up, but like what does a copy of like the Mike Tyson version go for? Because I'm sure it's like pretty pricey. Well you uh you wax poetic here for a minute and I'll look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out too. Let's look at well, I'm just looking here. Uh lose price is twenty seven 
40. Oh, no, that's the Famicom version. Oh, North American version. Um, loose cartridge goes for 40 bucks. Uh, complete in box goes for 268 And a completely new copy goes for 5.5,000. Jeez. Yeah, I'm surprised that the that even the loose cart isn't a little bit pricier because like the the punch out version or the Mike Tyson's punch out version was the original from I think it came out in 1987, didn't it? And so, yeah, that was well, the even version before that. Until, yeah, I believe this was an arcade as well. Yeah, back in 1983. Yeah. And then they they threw Mike Tyson in there and, you know, that was a that was a nice marketing piece, but. Yeah, that's just interesting. I would think that would go for more. Yeah, but you can find copies of this uh, loose everywhere. Like any used video game store you go to that sells this kind of stuff will have at least one to ten copies of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that that is three years of, you know, a very popular game. So it was probably yeah. produced, like a ton of copies were produced. Yeah, I guess. Well, at least um, four. At least four. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I was probably um, yesterday years old when I first played this game. <laughs> I guess you could say like I, I I played it probably for the first time when it first popped up on the on the switch online. I played around with it a little bit, but I don't really have any history with it. So I'm very terrible at it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's uh, one of those games you just repeat over and over and over again when you learn the tricks. I mean, like I said, it uh it becomes satisfying to actually beat the boxers. Yeah. But yeah, uh, one of the weirdest, sense. yeah, one of the weirdest parts is I've never played a punch out since. Yeah, I have. I obviously I haven't either because I didn't yeah. play the first one, but, um, but yeah, there's one there, obviously the super Nintendo one, and then there's one on the Wii, right? Yeah. That might actually be kind of fun. Cause it, did that use the motion controls or was that just, oh, a, of course it used the motion controls. Everything used the motion controls on that Wii fantastic yeah it was fun until it wasn't i'd give it a try yeah i probably would too um but yeah it's it's a very fun game i could see you know if i if i had um hung on to the the nintendo you know when i was a younger kid um and had more games for it i think this would have been a fun one to play around with for sure i could see the i could see the appeal of playing through it yeah this would have snaked into your collection somehow. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have known how it got there, but it would have just shown up one day. <laughs> just Mike Tyson. Yeah, is. everybody had it. Yeah, that's a, it's a great game. Uh, I'm excited to get into it. So unless you have any other anecdotes, like did you did you like fuck up your brother's playthrough or something? No, like there's there? no save file on this one, so he, yeah. was safe, so he could just write his passwords in his journal and lock it on me. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, do you like <laughs> throw his journal away or something? Where he had yeah, probably like that, that'd be something I'd do, right? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he still won't let it go that I destroyed his uh both his Final Fantasy four save file and his Sim City save file. I wouldn't either. That was, was fucking adorable. <laughs> All right, so in the story and the plot in this game is very simple. You are little Mac, and you have your trainer Doc Lewis. And as Little Mac, you want to win the World Video Boxing Association title or the WVBA title. Yeah, and it's he is so scrawny. Little There's Mac. a reason for that. He was actually made that size because they didn't want something taking up the whole screen. And obviously, um, like uh, see-through graphics weren't designed at the time, so they made him Little Mac so that you could see over top of him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny because he's just. I guess that gives kind of a charm to the game too, is that you're this like scrawny little upstart oh, yeah. super underdog. Yeah. And doc Lewis, there, just the, uh, the classic black trainer there who's standing around cheering you on and you know, riding the bike as you run through between the different circuits. I like those. Yeah. Those interlude scenes are so funny because it's clearly, uh, Rocky inspired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Running through the town or whatever. And the music is oh, awesome. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's just, like there's just some classic sound bits in this uh, in this game. Yeah, it's it's great. I I like that. I like those in between. It's like kind of you've got three fights, uh, at least in the first circuit, and then four in the second. But uh, it's like a nice little breather in between those two to watch yeah. the, the little scene of him jogging. <laughs> and it kind of lets you know too that uh, you're about to jump in difficulty a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was it's well done. 
Yeah, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's get into the uh, the different circuits and the boxers here. Uh, starting with the minor circuit and the first person you fight, good old Glass Joe. Glass Joe. Like one punch knocks him out. We, uh, I, <laughs> I'm so bad at this game. I didn't know that. Obviously, there's a, a a weak point built in where you can just punch him and knock him out, and what, and it makes sense because Glass Joe sounds a lot yeah. like Glass Jaw, right? Yeah, what you have to do is you got to knock a star out of him, and the star is what gives you the uppercut in the game. So uh, okay. he'll sit there and he'll just like posture for a bit, and you can just jab him, and a star will pop up. And then when he goes to do anything, like uh, throw his punch, he pauses for so long that you can actually hit him with the uppercut. And if you do it at the right time, it'll knock him back, and he won't be able to get up. And the whole fight lasts like twelve seconds. Oh, that's awesome. That's probably well. That's that's a key start for a speed run, right? Yeah. But if you um, don't do it and you start punching him, you can punch him like as long as you have the rhythm down, you can punch him forever until he yeah. gets knocked down. <laughs> so he he's not a hard one. He gets you used to the kind of the combat of the game. Yeah, you want to know something funny though? <laughs> Go on. When I first started playing it last week, Glass Joe beat me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I like dying on the first Goomba and one one. Yeah, I didn't quite understand the the rhythm of it and i'm bad at rhythm games to start with but it's like fuck off glass joe <laughs> like i know i'm supposed to beat you like really easily yeah <laughs> he's supposed to make you build up your confidence there jesus man yeah <laughs> not that time nope. i built up his nope. confidence <laughs> all right so uh after six attempts when sam finally beats glass joe uh, you move it. on to the second guy von kaiser he's a generic boxer nothing special about him he has his special move of course but uh reality is he just is a straight up fight all the minor circuit guys are pretty much uh just to get you warmed up for the harder fights yeah i liked his uh his tell did he because each of them have a little quirk or something that yeah. they do before they punched wasn't his like his is something to do with his mustache isn't it yeah he either twirls it or it like bounces i can't remember yeah, it's like his mustache like wiggles a little bit and then he yeah. punches. And that, that is the thing is everybody does have the tell. I do like that. And then they'll show you when they're still in their corner when the fight starts. Uh, they'll they'll do something like this next one up, Piston Honda, which uh, is a funny automobile reference. Um, yes. <laughs> he is up in the corner and his tell is that he his eyebrows like go up and down really quick. And so he he'll do that up in the corner. Uh, before he comes down and so like you'll know watch out when he does this yeah and he goes up in the corner and he bounces down and just starts launching jabs right yeah so so he has that piston honda is the first one that's really got a quote-unquote special attack that is tough to or potentially tough to avoid so he's got like just these repeated jabs like a piston but uh that one I just kind of had to outlast him because I didn't figure out quite how to block that. Well, he's another one that um, you can do a instant knockdown on him. When he goes up into the corner there and he comes down to punch at you, if you hit him with an uppercut at the right time, you'll yeah. knock him down. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't I try that? Or I thought I yeah. did, but it must not have been the right time. Yeah, it's all about the timing. But... uh Anything left on Piston Honda? We're going to circle back to him. He's one of the few that comes back for a second round. Yeah, that I didn't get to because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get past the major circuit. Spoiler alert. So that was the oh minor circuit. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah got, so that's the minor past, circuit. Yeah, I got past those first three, um, so. and then this next guy, Don Flamenco, uh, was pretty easy because I figured out that you could punch him, and then he does this little like flamenco move, and then tries to do an uppercut but yeah once once he does that and you dodge and you punch him if he's done that little flamenco move you can punch him as many times as you want as long as you have the rhythm down if you break the rhythm like if if you uh stutter a little bit it'll break the flow and oh then i guess punching. i had good rhythm once <laughs> yes it's good to know you should hear this man singing the lady or shower ladies yeah who me yes you. <laughs> it's divine just look up the cameras next time uh <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but, uh, I, I, yeah, it's like a left, right, left, right, left, yeah. right. As long as you don't break from that rhythm, then you can just punch him until his meter and is all the way you down. You can knock him down three times in the round. Like uh, 
that's the other thing is you got to knock him down three times for the TKO, or you got to hit him with the uh, instant kill, I guess it would be called, for uh, knocking him down once. Uh, further on the fight goes, the less likely they are to stand up, but uh, if you knock him down three times in a round, uh, you win the fight. And for him, you have to hit him with an uppercut at the right time. Hmm. Again, same thing. It's uh, I think it's when he does that uh, under like his own little fancy uppercut. Yeah. Yeah, if you hit him at the right time there, you'll knock him down and it'll uh, kind of speed it up. I don't think it's an instant kill. It's just kind of a quick knockdown. Yeah, he's got like a... I think when he does his flamenco move, he does like a left uppercut, right uppercut, left uppercut, right uppercut. You can dodge him pretty easily, but that's when like as soon as they do you know, one of the uppercuts, they leave themselves open for a regular punch. Um, and then you can punch him high, but yeah, it sounds like you can sneak a punch in there and knock him out. But I yeah, damned if I could figure it out. <laughs> no, no, he he was uh too uh he was simple enough to beat the normal way that I never actually went for it. Yeah, it's again like that's the cool part about this game is that um with repetition, you know, obviously there's a password system which is cool, but you know, so you could skip ahead to the fights that you want to do. Um but there's always seems like there's little nuances hidden in these fights that you would only find if you've played it a bunch of times. Yeah. And that's kind of a neat thing. And I got a little Easter egg section at the end before we wrap up. So a few things I found online. Cool. Yeah. But um, moving on is to my favorite of the uh, opponents is King Hippo. I did like King Hippo. Although this is where I started to like have trouble. (laughs) Because I could not figure out for the longest time how to actually hit this guy. And yeah, it was driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, because his whole thing is um, you have to what dodge his punch there and then just smoke him in the X on the stomach because he's taped off his belly button. Yep, he drops his pants. <laughs> but uh, for him, the instant knockout trick is uh, you avoid his ear clap. Uh, then you counter with an uppercut when his mouth is wide open. It'll knock him down. Oh, damn. Yeah, and when he's down, he doesn't get back up because he's a big old fatty like me. Yeah, well, I like that. Um, the bigger the bigger they are, like you know, like the bigger they are, the harder they fall or whatever. So he goes down, and then I actually the first time I knocked him down, he just didn't get back up after a ten count. Yeah. Okay, which and- makes him that that's pretty normal. Once you get him down, he tends not to get back up. Yeah, but did you notice that? So Mario is the is the referee and he comes in and he counts like he goes, you know, obviously one through ten. And then once he gets to nine, it seems like there's a longer pause for ten. Oh, I think it, that it, there is. And it's to build up that um, tension to see if you actually get the knockout. Yeah, but that's the thing is, you know, like once you give him an extra ten seconds to, you know, <laughs> what are you waiting for? Say ten, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mario wasn't even allowed to be in the game originally, so. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a bad counter. He needs to go play one of his educational yeah. PC games. <laughs> Let's call him Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, moving on. Uh, next one is one of our fine Indian fighters, the Great Tiger. Yeah, this guy was pretty tough. He uh, was. He does that, uh, his little jewel and his um, turban blinks, and then he, like, phases around in a circle around the ring. And then he throws a punch when he lands and you just kind of got to dodge it. But, uh, well, so I found, I I was able to, um, counteract that teleportation weird thing that he does. It's like a circle. And when he comes down to the bottom of the circle, he hits you. Um, I would put, I would press the down and down and B to do a block. And if you time it right, you can like block, 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 block as he comes down. And then when, he comes out of that circle. Um, he's dizzy. And yeah. if you're not too tired, cause you can get tired where your, your little guy, little Mac turns pink and you can't punch, <laughs> but you can still dodge. Um, what <laughs> your little Mac turns pink. If yeah, he, if he tires out, uh, <laughs> all right, 17 and we still haven't made it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're so yeah so when your little mac turns pink uh <laughs> you can't punch um and so i never got it to where 
when Great Tiger was dizzy, I was actually able to punch him. But apparently, if you punch him when he's dizzy like that, it's a it's a knockout. You got to use the um, yeah jabber and uppercut. Yeah, that's what I got written here. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the instant kill too. Yeah, uh, but don't don't tire out your little Mac. <laughs> <laughs> if your little Mac is a little tired from the beating it's just taken. Uh... Anyways, let's let's move on to the next guy because the next guy <laughs> I... is totally not penis related. He is named the Bald Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get to the Bald Bull. I I ended my my play. I could not get the timing down on on Great Tigers, so that's where I ended but um yeah great or bald bull great bald bull um it looked pretty standard but then i'm i have a hard time gauging how difficult a fight is when i'm watching a playthrough because i'm sure i would get my ass kicked this guy's not too bad like um he telegraphs everything obviously like they all do but he does this bull charge so he goes to the back of the ring and you know he do 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 and he throws an uppercut and you just kind of time the dodge but um if you hit him just as he's about to do the uppercut, you get your instant knockdown. That's what I saw. Yeah. On the playthrough, he goes back and he's like running up to charge and then you just punch him and he goes down. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, he, he'll get back up, but if you do it in, I think, um, Oh no, it's a later fight. Cause he's another guy that comes back. Yeah. Uh, when you fight him later, uh, the same thing will be an instant, uh, knockout. Yeah, I thought that was I thought those instant knockouts were really cool. Being able to actually see them uh watching a playthrough <laughs> was <laughs> not being able to do them yourself. Yeah, otherwise I'm like mercilessly like just like punching the shit out of Glass Joe when you can just punch him once and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, um that's the major circuit done. So you got two belts now. I mean, I don't know how many pairs of pants little Mac owns, but you know, he has belts for at least two of them. Yeah, and, and, and they won't fall down like King Hippo, so that's cool. Yeah, exactly. So now you're uh, you're into the world circuit. Now this is actually the final belt before you get to the big fight, mm-hmm. and you have six uh, opponents here, and three of them are rematches of people you've already seen. So the first one is uh, Piston Honda again. So he doesn't really do that much different. Yeah, I was gonna say, are they harder? Are they faster? Yeah, I didn't... they. Had, they add some moves like they use their regular moves and then like this one he'll throw some quick left jabs and uh like they're a little bit faster than they were the first time and then a fake right uppercut okay and yeah just uh everything else applies like if you want to knock him out pretty fast it's the same way you just have to be a little bit quicker okay yeah this it, this just kind of adds i mean piston honda bald bull and, and don flamenco are the are the repeats but it just kind of adds a little bit more length to the game yeah and that's that's fine i mean obviously uh you only have so much room on a nintendo cartridge so we're not going to spend a lot of time on the rematches so we'll go next on to soda popinski the yeah. russian the russian soda popinski how far in this game do you get when you play um, I've beaten the game before. Uh, oh, yeah. If I play currently, I can probably make it to about this point, and that's where I kind of tap out. Okay. So you have gotten through all. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, I it, we're, it gets we're very difficult like looking. <laughs> yeah, we're talking when I had the uh, focus of a kid with no bills to pay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm punching uh, Great Tiger here, and I'm like, ah, oh, but I gotta. I gotta go to work tomorrow and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then I get distracted and he punches me. So yeah, that, that's the big thing is there's uh, you're sitting there getting your ass beat. Your little Mac is being beaten off and you're worried about tax season coming up. Yep. And then, and but, then uh, my, then my little Mac turns pink. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> so Popinski here, he has a few moves. He has a left hook, the uppercut. Uh, he has a sporadic jab, which is just basically a quick jab. Yep. Then he has a triple th- uh, trotting jab. So takes three steps and then he fires off uh, three short jabs. Yeah, he does that like little footwork thing that boxers yeah. do. Yeah. He- he's all boxing, baby. Uh, you yeah. can instant knock him down by landing an uppercut uh, after he throws an uppercut. Okay, nice. Yeah, these, these uh, boxers in the world circuit are definitely more... Um, I would say boxer looking than cartoon caricature looking. It's not, you know, goofy 
stereotypes and you know whatever you know it's just it, you know soda popinski does actual boxer things you know even yeah. though it is kind of a cartoonish game um he's my understanding pretty tough yeah he is and i guess i wouldn't call him famously tough but i've heard people complain about him before yeah <laughs> but um anything left on uh soda popinski nope didn't fight him <laughs> yeah there you go all right next is a rematch with again bald bull uh he's just a lot faster that's okay. pretty much his gimmick there and then you do so i'm not going to get into him because you're going to move on to don flamenco same thing he's uh pretty much the same but he's a lot faster again so you know just get good get good yeah then you go on to your second to last one which is mr sandman Mr. Sandman, sing me a dream. <laughs> I just thought of that too. <laughs> yeah, every time I say his name, that's all I can think of. But um, yeah, he has a jab, a hook, an uppercut, and then something called a razor uppercut. Ooh. Now he stays away, then he moves forward suddenly, throwing three fast uppercuts. Um, can't punch him after the third one if... That's it. Little Mac cannot punch him after the third one if any hit him. I don't have no idea what that means. <laughs> times you gotta clarify what you write anyway yeah, so uh, yeah pretty big dude mr sandman i don't understand what the what the reason for it is it's not like uh he puts you to sleep or you know maybe like, yeah well that well, that would make sense right yeah anyway so yeah he's a tough fight but uh you know learn his patterns and then you just take him out there's no instant knockdown or insta knockout with him so you just got to beat him the old-fashioned way yeah and anything to say on mr sandman nope didn't fight him couldn't get that far <laughs> don't want to sing us the jingle no i'm good <laughs> all right um so finally and i have kind of conflicting information on this one uh, super macho man who i know i've fought before but it says in some of my notes that you have to be 27 and 0 to fight him so uh seven and oh yeah there's not even 27 fights you'd have to play the game a few times over well yeah what would it be hold on one two three four five six, wait one two three, not even four, close six, seven, eight nine ten eleven yeah that doesn't make sense it's like 12 12 fights before you get to him yeah so I don't, I'm not sure. Um, anyways, basically super macho man is not Randy, the macho man, savage. This is a weird looking guy. Yeah. And, uh, here's our, uh, weekly, weekly boob talk before he, uh, <laughs> before he, before he gets in the ring with you or he's like up in his corner is like his packs. He does his like little peck. I, I oh, the Terry crew dance. Yeah, I posted a little clip of it in the Discord because <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like <laughs> of course. We got boob jiggles. Yeah, it's a, it's a great safe uh, safe space for everybody to show up, you know. We swear. Yeah. Join our Discord and talk about boobs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, or that's don't. Gonna, no. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> we just that alienated 50% of the population. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Way to be, Sam. Way to be. Okay, fine. Don't talk about <laughs> boobs. We don't talk about boobs at all. <laughs> we are anti-boob. Hey, hey, let's not go too far the other way. <laughs> but uh, going back to uh, Super Boob Man, uh, he has a couple of moves, a hook, an uppercut. He has a spin punch where he uh, stands still for a moment, then he uh, spins around and punches. And yeah, then the super is, spin punch. Yeah, this is one for sure where if I were... If I had gotten to this point, I think he would have he would have done me in with this spin punch. This looks exactly like something that would take me forever to try to figure out how to counter it or you know what to what to do to block it. Yeah, Zap. Yeah, he's uh, definitely uh, a challenging foe. And again, no instant knockouts, no instant uh, knockdowns. You have to take him old fashioned way and beat the crap out of him. Yeah, those those and, looked like really long fights. Um, yeah, and, then, and there's very often on these fights, you'll probably end up in uh, to the end of the fight for a decision there, and you have to just hope that you've done enough to uh, win the decision. Yeah, there's uh, those those bigger um, fighters, starting with definitely um, 
what's his name? King Hippo for sure. Um, those punches that they throw, if they if they land on you, it's taken like a third of your meter. Yeah. And, and if you get or, knocked down, you're not getting back up. Yeah, one or two punches in your meter is down, and that's not uh, not a great way to start a fight. <laughs> nope. No, it is not. But uh, all right, let's move on. You've just finished the world circuit. You've now have your third belt, so you can go buy another pair of pants. Now yep. you're on to the dream fight for the final belt. And there's two opponents out of two games. So the first one is Mike Tyson. Obviously, he's the original. And then after all the stuff happened where Mike Tyson disappeared for whatever reason, you have Mr. Dream. And they fight exactly the same, but it kind of gets a little F you to Mike Tyson as they made Mr. Dream's uh, record a little bit better. Oh, did they really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those bastards. I don't know if it's an actual F you to them or just like they're like, oh, yeah, you don't want to pay money to be in our game anymore. Yeah. You have to pay. I love that. It's like you have to pay us for us to use your name and likeness. That's not how. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently that does. But yeah. uh, Mike Tyson's like damn hard. Like if you beat him, it's probably a once in your lifetime sort of thing. That or Mr. Dream, of course. Interesting. Yeah. I just obviously did not get that far. So. Uh, I did not have the experience of even getting to challenge uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah, well, if Mike Tyson hits you with a punch, it's pretty much a knockdown. Like, his uppercut is an instant knockdown on you. Um, If he throws a hook, he's going to knock off, like, half to three-quarters of your health bar. A jab will probably knock off half your health bar. Uh, And then he does this uh, hook where he blinks fast, and then he throws multiple hooks at you. So, uh take those and you're pretty much going down. But if you can dodge him, it's the only time is after you dodge him, you give him like one punch there and then hope the hell he doesn't beat the crap out of you. Man, that's, that's crazy. I mean, you have to be on your game a hundred percent, no room for error. Basically, uh, he gets in there and punches you and you're, you're kind of toast. It sounds oh. like <clears throat> in my notes, I do have something that says there is an instant knockdown on him. But he's doing the blinking thing, and it's pretty fast. Uh, if you hit him at the exact right time, it's an instant knockdown. Jeez. Yeah. Man, imagine, like, getting that, but, like, kind of, I'm sure it's happened as a fluke. Well, um, I have so, I have a feeling speedrunners would probably use that to uh, kind of finish him off pretty quick. Oh, yeah, it's your advantage. But, like, if you're just a kid playing this game and you get this far, like, I'm sure some some people happened on it accidentally and we're like whoa <laughs> and then could not replicate the success ever again <laughs> yeah well exactly that's the bitch of the game isn't it yeah so that that's everybody now you have all four belts and you have four pairs of pants and obviously the purse must be big enough to afford all four pairs of pants yep Cartwrights. <laughs> or Carhartt, sorry. Car yeah. car those like, like Lisa Simpson? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was looking at those pants like Fuck. I, like, I get the ones that are meant for like construction workers. They look pretty uh, good quality, but watching a person walk around with $200 pair of pants that, you know, they don't need just kind of baffles me. Yeah. Um, I'm old. Spe- speaking of which, my dogs have like little Carhartt jackets when Jesus it's cold. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> they're hardworking. <laughs> it has pockets too. You can stick yep. little, little things nope, in their nope. pockets. Yeah, absolutely. Your dogs are swank. Dogs are pure sex, baby. Yeah. Oh, God. My dog has a collar that lights up. Oh, those are important for for outside in the nighttime. Oh, yeah. Especially with all the bunnies that come in our backyard. It lets the bunnies know where the dog is. (laughs) She's eaten two already. You know, they could probably sneak up if they would just shut up. (laughs) Yeah, you got beagles, though. You got, like, little buglers. Yeah, they... uh, they they scream right out the the door when there's a rabbit outside. It's very crazy sounds that they make. It's like you're announcing yeah. yourselves. <laughs> you could catch right, a rabbit uh, if you'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. Speaking of rabbits, you want to get into the Easter eggs? Ah, yes. <laughs> All right. So I was doing a little. I knew there was some uh, stuff about this game that was recently discovered, and uh, I figured I'd do a deep dive and try to find some more stuff. So. Um, one of the things we didn't mention before I get into it is uh, between rounds, if you continuously like press select, like, uh, select, like multi-tap it, you'll actually regain some health in between rounds, so it kind of helps you out. Man, that would be um, helpful. 
Yeah, this is where I have the note to fight Super Macho Man. You must be 27 and 0, but I can't find anything else to collaborate that, so I don't know why I didn't delete it. So now I'm giving wrong information, and Zodiac's going to yell at me, and I don't like when Zodiac yells at me. It's all right. We're going to get, we'll, we'll get a correction, and then we can read it on the next episode. I'm just going to delete all the instances of it. It's going to be like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's doing the interview from the Venus to Milo gummy there, and the clock keeps changing times. <laughs> Yeah. Great edits. All right. So during the, uh, this is one I found, and this was one um, I found in a video. It's uh, during the Piston Honda and the Ball Bowl second fights for both of them. There's a bearded fan near the first row on the left side who will duck or what they call a camera flash in some of them. It's just mm-hmm. like a white dot that shows up. It signals that you can throw an instant body uh, blow knockdown punch. Oh, that's crazy. That's just like yeah. basically hitting B or A is the body blow, right? That's yeah, kind and of it happens specifically during one of their power moves. Interesting. So yeah, you follow that, and as soon as you see it, you hit the body blow button there, and that knocks them down. I think that's so interesting that there's, you know, in some ways, there's little tells in the audience that, like, you have to be aware of not only what the fighter is doing, but what is going on elsewhere in the screen to, like, perfect, you know, some of these uh, exploits. Yeah, just uh, little things like that in the game make it interesting, especially when it's not found out for like uh, 20, 30 years. Yeah, like it's always been there and then someone figures it out. It's, it's nuts. It's so yeah. cool. Um, next one is Mario, who uh, was initially placed in the game without Nintendo's consent, and I believe that was back in the arcade version there. They just put mm. a Mario lookalike, and you know Mario loves having their stuff used uh, without their consent. Yeah, but it's like come on you know it's like a a, it's a guy with a hat and a mustache is is, well it all worked out in the end right yeah but i mean he is wearing um i believe he's wearing referee stripes isn't he he? is yeah yeah it's just a dude with a mustache and a big nose uh whatever i guess (laughs) (laughs) i guess he is he does look pretty mario like but then again back in those days um i think the original arcade punch out came out in like 1984 right yeah, 83, 84. Yeah, it's like every every generic mustache man looked like Mario in, you know, those in the graphics of that era. <laughs> I gotta I gotta look this up. He's got a mustache, he's Mario automatically. Tickety tack, tickety tack. Oh hey, you can buy a punch out arcade uh, on sale for uh well it says eleven forty five. That's up shit lie is that a arcade one up that would be kind of fun actually no it was just an arcade oh no okay no i I was incorrect it was the nintendo version that um yeah nintendo version that used the mario they just kind of didn't tell them they're going to do it oh but it was uh at least it was a nintendo game and it wasn't like you know we're making our you know random arcade cabinet and sticking your character in it Here's the funny part is uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was the one who was the artist for the uh, arcade game. So Interesting. Now I don't know what to believe. That's just really fishy. If he was involved in the arcade, then of course something looked like Mario in there. He made Mario. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe, maybe the fact that I went to was mistaken and I just saw it and I was like, ooh, fact with Mario. <laughs> All right. I call, new, I call bullshit. Thing. That's urban yeah. legend. <laughs> Guess I'll start looking for uh, two sources to make sure things line up from now yeah, on. We're going to need to fact check uh, and um, peer review our sources and make sure. <laughs> yeah, call them up. Hey, Dick, are you telling the truth? That's interesting, though. I wouldn't necessarily discount that. Wouldn't it be funny if they're like, hey, you took Mario and put him in our in your game and you didn't ask us. And it's like, oh, wait, you know, you, Shigeru Miyamoto was made working game. on it. And I guess... Yeah. He just decided to put it in there and surprise. Yeah, who knows? Well, also 1983, 84, uh, classic Mario as we know him really wasn't there. He's still Jumpman, and uh, I guess he was in Mario Brothers, but it didn't yeah. really look that much the same. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. I mean, all right, I got one last fact. Yeah, because we could die on this hill, and I I'm just I want to get away from it. Just be debating the nuances of the Mario lookalike referee. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> all right final fact was soda pop was originally called vodka drunkinski 
but it I was changed because of Nintendo's zero tolerance policy on alcohol and racism issues with the portrayal of Russian people. So, so that's the racism we were worried about was. No, I'm pretty sure the racism we were worried about was the um, stereotypical looking characters like, uh, what's his name there? Great Tiger. Yeah, you know, Great Tiger was a little, st- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think in the in the Wii version, they changed a lot of these characters around so that they were just uh, I don't know if they had the same names, but they definitely were not as reliant on stereotypes for their look. I got a uh, wiki open here and I'm just kind of taking a look at them. No, they didn't change that much. Well, they changed. I know they changed Piston Honda's name, not because of anything. They just thought like they didn't want to oh, piss off yeah. Honda. <laughs> Piston Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. They changed it. They didn't want to they didn't want to get Nobody's any trouble gonna with... make the link. Yeah. Honda right. Honda Motor Cars. <laughs> so um why don't you uh why don't you give us your full thoughts on this? You know, kind of go over everything in our little topic list there and uh kind of give a good summarizing. Yeah, I'll summarize. I vodka drunkinski is just great. It's like <laughs> not even that clever. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just like, oh, I can't think of a good Russian name. Let's just throw Inski at the end of something. Yeah, let's put ski at the end and make it about <laughs> vodka somehow. <laughs> um I obviously played this extensively for the first time within the last week or so, and I had a lot of fun with it. It's a good game. The you know, graphics for the time you know, 1987. So concurrently with stuff like, um, obviously Mario came out in 1985 for the Nintendo, but like 1987, we're talking Mega Man time frame, And, uh, I believe Castlevania was, was coming out around that time. It, it stands up to those too. games. It's graphically good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the animations were fun. You know, we talked about the little interludes between the belts. Um, music is great. Uh, there's not a lot of it, but that um, there's that jam when he's riding his bike. <laughs> yeah, that's a great jam. That's going to go somewhere in this episode. Oh, it has to. Uh, but there's really not that much other music. When you're actually doing the fight, is there music? I couldn't tell. I wasn't really focused yeah, on it. There is. It's dun, 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 dun. Done. Oh, done. Okay. Dun, dun. So, so there's basically not time. music. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, Which uh, is fine. Know. I think it would distract me. <laughs> Maybe it's such good music you didn't even notice it because I could swear there was. Yeah, Pretty... it was. It's it's weird. Um, it it was not remarkable. That's that's for sure. Um, so I'm I guess I'm glad that it wasn't really a standout because it would have distracted me from the fight. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's actually a fair amount of music in the game. It's just nothing I don't think is that big. Um, or sorry, that long is what I meant to say. Yeah, I just, I like it. It's a good game. I'm not good at it, but I think it's one of those games you could play over and over again and still have fun with it and maybe get a little bit further each time. And Yep, absolutely. Controls are great. They're nice and tight. It's just all you needed were those, you know, the D-pad and those two buttons left and right and, you know, Pushing forward gave you a uh, like an uppercut or like a higher punch, um, and then back and B was was your block, and left and right A and B just punching. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, um, I looked up a list while you were talking there of uh, games that this sits in the same year as. Uh, you got Castlevania Two, Simon's Quest, oh. Zelda Two, uh, d- uh, Digital Devil Story. Wow. Well. Interesting. Okay, Sorry, so that, that one was that one was more for me. You have Mega Man. You have Wizard and Warriors. You have Final Fantasy. You have uh, 3D Battles of World Runner, which I played not too long ago, which was absolute garbage. But I just figured I'd mention it. <laughs> uh, you have Dragon Quest. You like this sits on a throne of many, many good games that came out that year. And I'm not even like I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah, and graphically it holds up. I like I like all the different. Um, character sprites how some of them are big um they had little little touches little flares and you know whatever uh the i liked uh i liked the how the color palette was used and nothing clashed and nothing stood out in the background yeah that like, too i mean things could easily have been either distracting or just kind of 
I don't know, like garish looking, you know, it was just, it was nice, nice. Uh, I don't know, not samey, but you know, nothing too crazy with the colors. Yeah. And the uh, color palettes on the characters themselves were very pleasing. I, I, I don't know a better word to use than to say that they like, nothing was where it shouldn't have been. And, uh, the boob bounce on soda pop Pinsky there was, or not soda pop Pinsky, super macho man. Sorry. was, uh, outstanding super macho boobs yeah. yeah frustrations is uh i'm bad at this game <laughs> yeah well you know get good or get wrecked son yeah pretty much um, so, um overall like i have nothing that like that you've said that i can add to like i pretty much feel the exact same way about the game yeah so well said well way to take away the focus from me and put it all on you <laughs> Welcome to Sam's podcast. That's what that's what I do. <laughs> Ride your coattails and take all the credit. All right. So because you're uh, you're so hoity toity on yourself right now, why don't you go ahead and give it a score? Um, I'd give this um like an eight point five. It's a it's a great game. Oh, and it holds up. It's it's a game that you can have fun with. It's old and it's still fun today. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit lower. I'm gonna give it an eight because yeah, it. It is fun. Um, it is a pick up and play game, but it's not something I yearn for. So I, that's kind of where it loses a little bit. Like uh, some old games, I've I look at and I'm like, oh my god, I haven't played that in forever. This is not one of them. It is a game I will pick up if I'm bored. But I could, you know, yeah, I could see myself coming back to this. It's it's a fun game. I'll come back to it someday. Like I said, it's on Switch Online, like you said. So one day when I'm thumbing through looking for something quick, this will probably pop up. Yeah. For sure. Okay, um, so as always, and every week, we give stuff a ranking on our tier list. And I've given my ranking. I've written it down there, which Sam is not looking at. Yeah, I see it. But I agreed. I, I thought about this yesterday. This is definitely an A tier for me. Yeah, absolutely. A tier game. Sitting with the likes of uh, Turtles in Time, SimCity, and Mega Man 2. Yeah, that's good company. That That's yeah. about where it should be. Like I said, it's all because this game doesn't give me that yearning. Like, I can pass by it and be like, ah, I'm not in the mood for uh, Punch-Out today. But, you know, when I get in the mood for it, this game just holds up, you know, 20, 30 years later. Almost 40, man. <laughs> Almost 40. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you count the arcade one, for sure, 40. But, yeah, even even Punch-Out, the console, like the home console version, the Mike Tyson's version is almost getting close yeah to we're getting close i mean i can't believe these cartridges have lasted that long yeah it's crazy because um what is it uh vhs tapes and cassette tapes and all that kind of stuff degrades over time but these yeah. cartridges have really held up pretty well yeah it's uh, it's amazing but um i can't afford it anymore because the price of cartridges has gone through the roof yeah and the uh yeah, they they really outlast the systems. Like your system is gonna is gonna croak well before your your cartridge doesn't work for sure. Yeah, I have a Nintendo. I'm pretty sure needs a new set of pins sitting in my closet right now, and uh, I've just been sitting on it because I don't feel like actually getting off my ass and seeing if it works. Yeah, it I mean, does, we talked. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say if it does, I can rebuild my Nintendo collection slowly over time. That would be cool. Like just, I was thinking about this cause, cause uh, a few episodes back as a lot of, you know, we talked about the garbage pale kids game that was supposedly scrapped and then, you know, re uh, reinvigorated for, you know, within the last couple of years, but they did a, uh, I don't know if it's a limited run or if you can just get one, but they made cartridges. Uh, for yeah. It. It's um, what do you call it? Uh, fuck. Oh, I am a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that that company and so, other companies yeah. make reproduction cartridges that, uh, I mean they, I mean they produce and sell them kind of illegally because they're taking copyright. But um, I've got a couple of them and and they work just fine. And it's like if you just want the cartridge and you don't care about the collector value and you just want a game that works in your old system, uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's uh here's the only bad part is like can, they know this is a collector's edition so it's costing 80 bucks yeah just to buy this and with the uh, garbage pail kids you get like a red cartridge and then you get four garbage pail they're not really the cards they're more the uh cards based on the game so that's about it i don't know for me that's not worth the value but i guess if yep. you're really a big fan of it it is 
yeah, that's kind of a high price, but like it's a cool little it's a cool item and it's it's definitely neat that they're doing that again. Um well, it is. Um, I am eight bit is a really good place uh, for looking for stuff. I, I think that I'm pretty sure that's where I bought the. Uh, yeah, I bought Sea of Stars physical from there. I so believe I did too. Uh, yeah, but they I also have records. Though. Yeah, they also have records there, like uh, from just oh, yeah. some video game soundtracks. I've been so tempted, even though they're like forty, forty-five bucks. But uh, that'd be something I'd love to do: is build a record collection. Oh, you got so much on your plate, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, with that, I think uh, I think we've kind of killed our own conversation here, and I'm pretty sure everybody's <laughs> already turned it off now anyway. Yeah, like, what are they going to talk about Punch-Out more? <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're pretty much done with Punch-Out today. So that's the, end of, uh, that's the end of this episode, episode 17 of Retrotopia. So what do we got coming up next week, Sam? Next week, we are finally going to be talking about Final Fantasy 3, and I am so excited to talk about Final Fantasy 3. Hoorah. So, yeah, until next next time, everybody, keep on gaming.